What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good! Happy Friday! Sometimes I feel weird saying Good Friday because there is such thing as a Good Friday, but it's not every Friday. Yeah. Except for in our world, every day is, every Friday is a Good Friday. All right, you guys, you know what day it is. Friday. Friday means it is guest interview day. And you guys, today we have with us a very special guest, Lonnie Gregory. He's a fellow Team XND member who has a desire and passion to make an impact on the world and help others achieve a higher purpose in their lives. Other than promoting ex-endurance, Lonnie spends his time on his two other passions, raising his daughter and mentoring youths and adults so that they can achieve their goals and dreams. Today, we're going to be talking about how to pursue your purpose. So, Lonnie Gregory, thank you so much. What's up? So excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> what's up? What's up? Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, we need to know. Dear guys, pop in the in the comments or in chat. Who is watching? Yeah, where are you from? Are you representing? Lonnie, you are in New York, correct? I I, I live in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. I'm from I'm from New York City though. I'm from Staten Island. Oh, got it, got it. Okay, yeah. North Carolina, New York, very different. Let me just say that. Okay, but that's why. I mean, hey, we're gonna dive right into it in just a second. But you know, it is an espresso show after all. So, like, I mean, I can only imagine you're drinking the focus. But are you a coffee drinker at all? If so, first, first and foremost, first and foremost, you know what's in the cup. You know what's in the cup early in the morning, but I do love me a cup of coffee. I am a coffee drinker. It helps with my skin complexion. <laughs> so what kind of coffee do you drink? What kind of coffee do you like? Uh, I like I like medium roast, but nothing too robust because uh, I like it to be smooth. And I like my, my coffee like I like my fiance, just a little bit of cream inside. Oh, smooth. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Well, I mean, hey, let's, let's, dive, let's dive right into it. So, I mean, you know, helping others is something that you hear like very often in this day and age. You do it quite differently. And so I feel like, and I'm speaking from my own personal experience, somebody doesn't just wake up one day and say, you know what? I'm just going to commit the rest of my life to helping people. Right? Like something must have happened, or it could have been a series of events. Like I'd like to know, like a little bit of the backstory. Like, what event or series of events have led to that realization for you? So, if you would have told me that I would be doing this when I was younger, I would have called you a liar. You're absolutely one hundred percent correct. Uh, something has to happen to you for a light switch to click on and 
take this crazy path to thinking that you can help the world one person at a time or however many people at a time. So I grew up in Staten Island, New York, born and raised, single parent household. My mother worked four jobs just to support my sister and I. I have an older sibling, but I am the, the bigger, younger brother, as she calls me. She calls me little big brother. I am the risk taker. I do everything first. The neighborhood that I grew up in was, was an up and coming neighborhood and desired to be in. But throughout the years and as the world turned, it started to get filled with gangs and violence. And I was, uh, you know, at the forefront of seeing all this stuff happening. I've seen shootouts, murders, drug deals, dog fights. I've seen dogs hung in the woods. I've seen, you know, uh, drug addicts lying on the road. You know, sometimes uh, the best place for me to sleep was on the floor because of the gunshots that rang through the night. But my life changed when I moved out of that situation. And that happened when I witnessed my first uh, murder right in front of my eyes. And, and, and it was a kind of a shocking eye moment because I saw it happen, but I didn't want to believe that I saw it. <laughs> I saw it happen. And I laugh now because I think of, you know, how lucky I am to be where I'm at. But when it happened, sheesh, uh, it was, like I said, a shocking eye moment. I, I actually got up and walked towards the body and just to make sure that I actually saw what I saw. and and. As I got towards the body, the guy locked eyes with me with, with all the holes. Just, and that desensitized me for, for, for life. And I, my mother found out. I didn't want her to know. You never want your mother to find out anything. <laughs> I went home to my sister. I was like, oh, my God. She goes, what happened? I said, I just saw something. She goes, what did you see? I said, I can't tell you because where, you, where I'm from, you can't tell anything. I can't tell you. She goes, well, I heard gunshots. I'm calling mommy. I said, no, 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 don't call, <laughs> don't call mommy. Don't call mommy. So she called my mother and she bought me two big suitcases that I could fit myself into. I know I tried. I put myself in the suitcase and I tried to zip it up and I fit. But she moved me to, to out North Carolina with my father and rest is history. And once I got out of Staten Island, I saw a whole new world and I used each and every day as a platform and as a learning experience to change where I've came from and what I've seen and to help others know what to avoid and what to look out for. So that's, that's how it started. That's pretty much how it started. That, that's really deep. I mean, we, we dove deep real quick. Episode um, over. <laughs> um, you know, there, there's two things that I want to talk about in regards to that. One with regards to the importance of a support system and then also becoming a byproduct of your environment. So I just want to learn a little bit more about you. When you were in Staten Island, right? I mean, it sounds like that neighborhood was just like, you know, dangerous neighborhood. Was your lifestyle different back then? Like in the sense, like, were you, of course, if you feel okay talking about it, you know, I'm like, were you, were you involved like in any like gang activity or anything of that sort? Because you were, you know, like that was your, and it had a lot, you know, with who you become, or did you stay level-headed? And if so, what led to that? Well, maybe, maybe depending on what age you felt like you didn't have enough time to actually get into deep involvement. Like what, what your story? So um, never, never joined a gang. Um, I have family members who are still gang members and, and 
friends who are who who live that life, but I was never into a gang. I, I just affiliated with those who lived that life. I really didn't have to. I mean, it was uh, back back then. The gangs were just just now coming to Staten Island, and you were either Blood, Crip, you know, Folk, Wolfpack. That these are all different different names, but. I never had to join. I, I did do other things that, you know, I had to do to survive. You know, I'm not going to lie or stole because I didn't have enough. We didn't have food at, at certain points. So I had to steal to eat. Didn't have clothes. You know, I probably had like two or three outfits max. You know, <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I unfortunately I had to steal. And so but it's through those experiences that you learn growing up of how fortunate you are and how and how how fortunate you know and and uh and how is this it bringing me back it kind of it kind of it kind of makes me a little teary and i don't get teary because you know it, it was it was a rough upbringing but just imagine going through days where you know there's no heat in the house you know you got to heat your house with the oven like i said no food my dog ate scrambled eggs with me <laughs> uh every day our meal was you know canned salmon you know salmon in a can you know we had salmon patties that was that was it every single day with white rice some days we didn't have milk we had we had cereal with water but i didn't have to join again i grew up with with the ogs and if you will in the neighborhood and they they took me under their wing and i guess they saw something in me that i didn't see at that that point in time and they told me that i didn't need to do that you know they stay stay doing what you're doing I wasn't doing good in school. I, my mother pretty much got upset at me at one point in time, was like, hey, I don't care anymore. If you're gonna flunk out, you need to flunk out. I don't wanna let her down because I know what she's sacrificing, what she's been through. So I graduated high school by the skin of my teeth, but <laughs> I graduated high school. It's just coming from where I'm, where, where I'm from, where I grew up at, it, it's a whole different world. I was taught about my skin color before I was taught how to read. I was taught about police and what to look out for before I knew how to ride a bike. Like, so everything was different where I grew up from. So I pride myself in making sure my daughter doesn't know anything about that life, about, about, you know, how, how I grew up. Not saying I don't, I don't share with her, but I don't want her to, to experience that. So I make sure I bust my behind every single day to make sure she's well taken care of. And anybody who I love and care for is the same exact way. I make sure that, you know, that make sure they're taken care of. I ramble. I saw Jason. Me and JP are the same. I ramble a lot. So just cut me off at any point in time. <laughs> no, th this is great. And, you know, I'm going to actually steer away from the questions a little bit. You guys, like, you know, become prepared with questions. But the truth is, is that whatever feels the most right in the moment is what we're going to lead with. And, you know, yesterday, Aaron and I were having a conversation with regards to how privilege most people are here and they don't even realize it. You know, I'm an immigrant, so I see, you know, how so many people who are so privileged just are unable to see like the gift that they have every single day. And, you know, you just brought up, you know, basically you learn about what being black was before you learn how to read, right? And, you know, like, I never had to deal with prejudice because of the color of my skin, but I did have to deal with prejudice because of other reasons. I would love to know, like, how did you learn about it? I'm just curious. Can I, can, I want to step in first for a second because you brought up a term that's super controversial, which is privilege. Right. And 
And, you know, with privilege, you think about the word, this community knows I like definition. So we're going to look up the definition because, you know, everything in life is about your perspective, right? I grew up white, American. Both my parents are still married. I do not have a rough life. I feel extremely privileged. I'm very aware of that. Um, I think the, that the danger comes in the, the lack of awareness of how much privilege each individual person actually does have. And it's not about trying to compare one's life to another life, but doing the best that you can with the life that you have and the decisions that you can make. A privilege is a special right advantage or immunity granted or available only to our particular person or group. But if you think about when a parent tells a kid it's a privilege to have a cell phone, well, everybody has a cell phone. So doesn't everybody have a privilege? You know, oh, it's a privilege to have, you know, maybe, maybe for you and your environment, like the privilege that you could have seen, even if you didn't have milk, is at least I have clean water to put in my cereal. Whereas some people don't, you know what I mean? So it's like privilege is one of those things where it's like, what perspective do we see that we have on our own life? And even when things aren't going how we want them to or could, how can we see it as I have a privilege because of this or that? Well, growing up, you know, that word wasn't even in my vocabulary. Growing up, I didn't know, you know, I mean, I knew that my my white friends lived better than I did, but I didn't know about privilege. I just knew that, you know, their parents were together. They had more money than we did. So they lived a certain way, but I didn't look at them any different because in, in my, my mother always taught me, you know, you treat everybody the same. You love everybody equally. You look, you look, you, you don't have hatred for anybody at any time, any point in your life. So I, I've never, I don't hate anybody. I, that's one of the things that I, that I, you know, I, I try to install in my, in my daughter, not try, I, I install in my daughter and anybody that I hang out with, you know, if, if anybody that I'm around has hatred in their heart, then we cannot associate. I look, and I hear what you say about, about privilege being, I didn't think about it only having hot water. Like I'm just lucky to have hot water. No, I was still like, I, I, I hate it. I hate it because I didn't have what they had. So not until I reached a certain age, until my mindset started to change, did I look at that word differently. Because right now the world is divided because of, not because of, but a, but a part of, of that reason, that word privilege, you know, oh, you're getting away with this because, because of your skin color. Oh, you don't know what it's like because, you know, your skin color, your privilege, your privilege. But like you said, let's, let's flip that. Let's flip that word for a second. Let's have some fun. Let's flip it. You have a cell phone. Everybody has a cell phone. So everybody's, does that mean they're privileged? Yes. Because somebody out there doesn't have a cell phone. Somebody out there doesn't know what it feels like to have a cell phone. So you're, you're privileged in that, in that aspect. I have a house, a mortgage, a car, a business. Am I privileged? Most definitely. You have your own show, your, your own business, the ES Army, who I love. Are you privileged? Yes, but it has nothing to do with your skin color. You are not where you come from. You can change that. You know, but I had to, it took me time to learn that. It took me time to understand that. And, and once you change your mindset, you could change your life. I am a product of my environment, yes, but I don't have to be where I come from. Same thing with everybody else. I don't have to, to, to dislike you because of your skin color. I don't have to dislike you because of your belief. I think that once we get together and join to try to understand each other and figure out why we're so different instead of hating each other because we're different, the world to be a much better place, but somebody has to start the wheel. Somebody has to start turning it. So I want to be a part of that 
that handle and that on that on that handle the way to start turning that wheel along with you and Sarit because privilege is so misused. That word is so misused. Does it happen? Sure. You know, if someone commits murder and and they're you know black, you know, just just to throw it out there, yeah. the judgment will be handled like that. But if they're white, we gotta go through trial. We gotta go through all this, and and most of the time they get off. But that's the way the world is. That's the way the world was built. And 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 in order for it to change, we have to start making that change. We can't complain about the things that is going on and and not change it. Yeah. You know, a story that I tell uh, all the time that I heard when I first started in in in, in MLM by a guy named Johnny Loper about uh, you know he used to walk past the old guy's house on his way to school. Every day he walked past his old man's house. And every day he had a basset hound that sat on the porch that was howling. Not a loud howl, just a subtle howl. Just like a moo, moo. And he's like, yo, why is this dog howling? Why is this dog howling? So, you know, I'm gonna go ask this old man, why is this dog howling? So he goes to the old man. He says, excuse me, sir. Uh, can I ask you a question? Old man goes, sure. He goes, why does your dog howl every single day? He said, oh, it's because he's sitting on a nail. Confused, he goes, well, why doesn't he get up? He said, because he's used to it. And then he looked at us and said, I'm not talking about a dog. I'm talking about us. We sit and complain. We sit and complain. We sit and complain because we're used to it. Oh, man. That's insane. And, you know, like, I, I, I honestly, sometimes I feel weird talking about privilege because I probably would be one of the most privileged, like, um, a white American person. Right. But, like, if anybody's going to say somebody has more than another. Right. Um, so sometimes I feel weird talking about it. So I really do try to understand from somebody else's perspective, you know, I've right. lived with an immigrant gay, you know, so I do understand a, a certain degree, but the only life any of us know is our own. Exactly. So the only, the only perspective I have is from my own shoes. And I understand that. So I, I really try to like see it from how somebody else sees it because I haven't lived your life. But right. I also just think logically about, you know, these circumstances and, and like, instead of complaining about something, it's already uncomfortable that you're sitting on a nail, but it's also right. uncomfortable to try to change. But which one is do further? Which one is going to get you to a place where you want to be? And, you know, are you going to be a product of your circumstances or is there a way that you could potentially some kind of action to create a different circumstance? And and let me just say, I, I I have family who I have a cousin that that's doing life right now. I speak to him every single week. You know, I, my, I had a podcast with him on it because he wanted to come out and finally speak about the things that he's been through and what he's done. And and I I, I, I make him feel like he's as much as I can, like he's outside and I, he, I could share he's in there for double homicide. He's been in there since he was 17, 18. He doesn't know what it's like <laughs> on this side. But that's something that, that I deal with. I have another cousin who was in and out of prison, who finally figured it out, changed his mindset, and now has his own business to where he's, he's reselling. He's taking his kids around the world, taking trips. So it's all about your perspective and what you, and what you go through. You know, I've been on food stamps. Before there was the EBT, my mother had the book where we had to peel out the money. You know, you know how embarrassing that is to go to the store and get up with a booklet of money that you have to peel out and pay for stuff. I used to wait for everybody to leave the store before I even bought anything. 
And, and I was so nervous that the guy behind the counter had to help me peel the money out because I felt ashamed that I'm paying with food stamps. So it, it's all about, you know, how you look at things. But I'm, I'm now that I know about these things, I, I want to share with everybody else because it starts with the youth. But adults are, are the same way. I did a show the other week uh, out in Staten Island when I went home and this guy saw me in a suit that I was only wearing because I had to go to a, another event. And he told me I made him feel jealous. He was jealous of how I looked. And I'm like, but why? Why, though? You should never be jealous of another person's situation because you don't know what I've been through. You don't. I could have just borrowed that suit. <laughs> you don't. You have no clue about my life. Never judge a person on on what you walk in on. Never judge a book on that page that you turn on. Like read the whole book. Read the whole book. You say it. You know you're you're part of the gay community. I look. I knew nothing about that until I joined the airline. Imagine that, right? I'm a young black man on the airline. Everybody else is gay. But I embraced it because I was taught to not hate anybody, right? To love everybody. So I got along with every single person, every single person. I, my, my sister is, is a big advocate and, and she taught me everything that I know. One of my best friends, Chuck, you know, if he goes out, we go out, we go out. Gay clubs and all, I'm not, I don't care. As long as we have fun because I'm taught to love everybody. I'm taught to love everybody, but this world does not know how to love everybody. This world only tries to teach you to divide. They want to divide everybody, black, white. That's why they say, if you're black, white, you're brown, you're orange. What, what, what orange? Are, I've never seen an orange person, unless you got a bad, bad suntan. I've never seen an orange person. I've seen Donald Trump be orange one time. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a natural skin tone, though. <laughs> you know, but I'm all about spreading love and positivity. Love and positivity, that's the only way it's going to change. And that's why I love you girls so much, because of what you're creating, what you do, you know, you know and and when you asked me to be on your show, I was like, of course, but without hesitation because of what you stand for and who you are. You know, we may not speak every single day. We may not speak often, but I watch everything that you do. And I'm like, I love these ladies so much. I love them because what, because what you do, you, you are yourself. And that's the only way you can survive in this world. That's the only way you can succeed and reach and achieve your goals is by being you. If they don't like who you are, F them. Be you, they'll adjust. And if they can't adjust, then just keep moving. And the best thing that I've learned, I ramble, I ramble. JP, if you're watching, like, this is why we get along, JP. <laughs> the, the, what I learned is to stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Don't look to the left, don't look to the right. Don't even look behind you. You have to have tunnel vision. Stay in your lane if you wanna achieve your goal. If someone's trying to merge in, if they're on the same level as you and they're on the same path as you, then welcome them on. But if they're trying to hold you back, you have to go around and keep going. Everybody's not meant to go with you on your journey. Everybody's not meant to be with you. On We want to save everybody. We want to save everybody. But sometimes we can't save everybody. But not everybody knows that. So you may have that friend that you know, I love her to death. I love him to death. And I know he's, I know he has it inside of him. I know he's a good person. I know, but he, he just doesn't understand. You're wasting your time. He's draining, he or she's draining your energy. How are you going to accomplish your goal? How are you going to reach your goal if you don't have all of your energy? We let people drain us so much. And I love you ladies because you don't let anybody drain you. You give energy, you exude energy. And that's exactly how I am. And I'm going to stop. Go ahead, give me some questions. I'm ramble. I could talk all day. This is what I do for a living. I could talk all day. I'm thinking about merging and I'm like, when, when you merge, merge successfully, you're going the same right. speed, 
one car fits in two cars. The, the car fits, right? There's a fit. You're going mm-hmm. the same speed. You're going the same direction. And that's how you merge. Right. So the cars go opposite direction. It's impossible. They can't merge unless they know how to like Tokyo Drift 360 into the space, you know, but right. to merge, you have to be the same direction. You have to be going the same speed. People may be going the same direction, but might not be going the same speed. That's not going to be a good fit. Right. Right. Somebody's right. going 20 miles an hour. Somebody's going 55. But again, nobody has to hate anybody for being different, for going to different speed, for going to different direction. But we don't, that doesn't mean just because you're not going to be a good fit to merge into the same lane I'm in doesn't mean I need to hate you. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and the thing is, you, like, I, I love, I love the traffic talk. So you ever, you ever be, you ever drive in traffic and somebody speeds around you only to get stopped at the red light? It's hilarious. I've done it. I've done it and I've seen it. <laughs> right. Right. That's, that's, that's life though. Yeah. That's life. They not, they're, people aren't satisfied with what you're doing. So they try to speed around you to try to get, to try to hurry up. But if you hurry up, you, you wait like you, you're going to make mistakes. You don't need to rush. This is a marathon, right? Granted, you don't know if you're going to wake up tomorrow. And if you wake up tomorrow, open your eyes and say thank you because you're here. Right. But you need to run your own race. Stop comparing yourself to everybody else. Stop comparing yourself to, you know, Tom and Jane. I don't know who they are. I'm just throwing out names. Stop, stop comparing yourself to everybody else. Run your own race. I have friends right now, my, my, my middle school friend who I learned from and who I look at as a mentor because of, you know, when I first got into MLM and, and why I'm in X Endurance now, when I first got into the MLM, I started with, with the previous company that everybody started with. Don't even know who I was signed underneath. I just went to one of those meetings and I took that drink and I felt like I could run a mile. So I was in. But when I left them, I went into another company and he was there. And I, I watched how he carried himself. And he we're from the same place. We're from exact we were both 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 like poor, both bummy clothes, had the same exact environment, but he is now a multimillionaire. He I watched him build a business. I watched him build a brand. And I don't and people would say, Well, why if you have a friend who's a multimillionaire, why why aren't you? Because I don't want what he has. I want to do it my way. I want to build my own brand. I want to build my foundation. You know, he made, that's good for him. That was his, his journey. That's, that's his, his story. But I'm here to make my story. You know, you're, you're here to make your story. If it's meant for me to be a multimillionaire, then I'll be one. But my goal in life is to make sure that my daughter is taken care of, that, I, that, I, that my family is taken care of. That's how I'm successful. Our goal in life is to make sure that I teach somebody something every single day, as well as teaching myself. Every single day, you're supposed to learn something new. Every single day, you're supposed to try to accomplish your goal. And I hate that word, and I keep saying it, because I don't try to do anything. I just do. I don't try anything. Because if you try, you leave room for failure. And I'm rambling again. It's going to happen all day. I'm sorry. (laughs) Do you believe that... Pursuing your goals and dreams is for everybody and why? Do I believe pursuing your goals and dreams is for everybody? Like, do you I, think I, anybody, regardless of their circumstance, where they come from, what they've been through, do you think that they are capable of reaching their goals and dreams? I do. I do. But a lot of them don't know it. We're all born with a gift. And, and I heard uh, on your show, 
I saw Jason mentioned it as well, and it's very true. We're all born with a gift, but it's up to us to figure out what that gift is. It's up to us to realize our purpose. You have to understand why you're here. And I have friends who are, I had a cousin who, oh boy, my life. I have a cousin who was shot 10 times, pulled himself out of the building that he was shot, called the EMT to come pick him up himself. But every day of his life right now, he hates it. He contemplates suicide every single day, but he has like five, six kids that he needs to take care of. And he tells me, I just need to make sure that they're taken care of. And then, then I'm gone. But I'm like, you're so talented. He's a great artist. He's a great writer. So I try to help him pursue his dreams to where he actually started writing his own book. Sometimes you just need someone to show you your, what your gift is. Sometimes that person may need you to, to open up the curtain just a little bit so they can get a peek of what their life could look like if they actually apply themselves. And that goes back to complaining. You can sit and complain about your life and how bad you have it, or you can actually try to do something about it to make it different. Everybody has the opportunity to be successful. It's just that some people want it more than others. And this is why I love Eric Thomas. He said, if you want to succeed as badly as you want to breathe, as badly as you want to breathe, we all need to breathe to survive. But do you want to change your circumstances as badly as you want to breathe? Everybody has the opportunity to be different. Everybody has the opportunity to be successful. Some people just don't know that. Some people need you to, some people need me, some people need the leaders in the world to show them that it is obtainable and that it is possible. I said it at the summit, I'm possible. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible at all. Everybody can achieve their goals and dreams if they, if they, if they apply themselves. And if they don't know how, show them the way. For anyone who's like, man, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what my, I don't know what gift is. I don't know. I would say, and Lonnie, I would love to know what your, like, if you could give like a piece of advice. On this, <laughs> what is, their purpose is? Yeah. My initial thought like, why, why people struggle to figure that out is because they don't know how to be present or self-analyze. Right. So I have, I'm telling everybody today, <laughs> I have, a, <laughs> I have a nephew uh, who, who I love dearly and he wants to be a chef. He wants to cook. I've never seen this guy pick up a spatula. <laughs> I've never, I've never seen him turn on a stove. <laughs> I've never seen him do anything to achieve what he told me he wanted to do. Right? In order for you, what, what do you, what do you think about when you first wake up? What do you think about when you go to sleep? What is, what do you do? What, what makes you happy? Is it cooking? Is it work? Is it working out? Is it helping others? Is it teaching? Whatever fulfills your heart. Whatever makes you happy, whatever, whatever gives you that Zen feeling, that's what your gift is. It took me a while to figure out that talking was my gift. Growing up, my sister used to tell me, you think after you speak. It's true. It's very true. I think, I, <laughs> I think after I speak. But I also have friends who come to me for advice because if you want the honest truth, you come to me. I'm not going to lie to you. I have no reason to lie to you. I'm very blunt and honest when I speak. The truth hurts. But everybody's, a scared, everybody's scared to hear the truth. So it took me a while to figure out my purpose and my gift. It may take that same person up until they're 50 to figure out what they're supposed to do. But it's, ah, man, there are certain signs that, that's given to you. There's certain signs that most don't catch that, that's given to you by the, by the big man upstairs. 
Like, how did you know that you were supposed to do what you ladies are doing? Let's flip this around. How did you know that the ES Army is what you wanted to do? When did it click? It was a traumatic event when I almost lost my dad and I did it to my family. And I was like, I don't want anybody to go through this shit. For me, it was a, it was a, a mental slavery that I put on myself captive to. Uh, that I have had overcome and I, and I knew I'm not the only one experiences that and that is no way with life. See, you learn to put, use your pain as fuel instead of using it as an excuse to keep you where you're at, right? Most people don't know how to do that. Most people are just using their pain as an excuse to be victim instead of being a victor and using their pain as fuel to propel them towards their dream. But you figured it out early. We all figure it out at different times. We, we all figure it out when we're supposed to figure it out. Like everything happens when it's supposed to happen. Like you may want to be at a certain level at a certain point, but it's not going to happen when you want it to happen. It happens when it's supposed to happen. Antonio always says you, you become real pushy to a person that's not ready to move. Do you know how many people that I try to, and I use trying that, and that, and that in this instance, because it's, I try to help and I try to guide that just don't want it. They don't want it. Let me help you buy a house. I don't want to buy a house. That's why I'd rather rent. Okay, cool. To each his own. Let me help you get further in your career. I'm cool while I'm at. I, I just want to work here. I don't want to do anything else. And that goes back. You can't save everybody. Not everybody wants to be saved. Some people are content and just complaining. I would say that people are not content and complaining as, as much as I would say that people would rather complain than change. Mm. Touche. Because it feels, and change. it feels easier in the moment. And that goes to like, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But people are content, not people are, are, are more comfortable yeah. in complaining. Yeah. But in order to survive, right, these are all cliche sayings. You have to become uncomfortable to, to reach your goal. It's easy to do what you normally do. It's easy to hit that snooze button and say, you know, I'm going to get 10 more minutes. It's hard to actually get up when your alarm goes off and become a functioning person in the world. If you want to become anything successful, you have to put in hard work, relationships, hard work, your job. If you want to excel, if you want to, if you want to get a promotion, if you want to run your own business, if you want to achieve your goal, you have to put in hard work, but you also have to be consistent. Consistency is key. You ever, you ever um, get frustrated because you couldn't do what you wanted to do that day, right? Everybody has. But did you quit? No, but not everybody does. Some people quit when they're so close to achieving it, but they don't know that, but they get so frustrated. But not, how many people have you trained that, will reach there at the end of their, their training and then go right back to doing what they're doing. And you know deep down in your heart, if you would stay consistency, like Catalina, prime example, consistent, consistent, consistent because of you two, consistent, consistent to where she is now a beast and she is achieving her goal and helping others achieve their goal. Yep. That's, how, goal. That's how it works. She does the work, you know? You can lead a horse to the water. I have a saying. It's the curse word, all right? Is it cursing aloud in this show? Yes. You can lead an ass to the toilet, but you can't make it shit. <laughs> Trademark, TM. <laughs> yeah. You can, lead, you, can, you can try as much as you want, 
but you can't make a person do what they don't want to do. Yep. So true. So true. Let's talk oh, about- Why do we get so serious? Why do we get, yes, beast mode, you are an animal. Why do we get so serious? Let's have fun. Let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, so we, we, because we're both affiliated with the same brand, X Endurance, I want to hear a little bit about, you know, your journey with them. How did you get introduced to them and what made you want to affiliate with that company? I'm going to be 100% honest. It was the people that I knew from the previous company. I trusted the people that were in that previous company. And ironically, they're no longer here. But it also tied into my knowledge from uh, the after that company, the company that I mentioned that my 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 friend David Emanetier is in, and and watching how he handled himself and watching uh, how he grew the business. And once I was uh, introduced to X Endurance and tried their products, their supplements, I was true believer. Hearing the backstory how everything is clean and all natural, you know, how, how Sandy wouldn't compromise his, his brand for anybody. I speak that language because I don't compromise for anybody at any point at any time. And X Endurance became the brimstone to help me start my own business, to help me start my own podcast, to help me realize that I am much better than who I was portraying to be. You know, every single day I make sure those products are in my body. Every single day I make sure that I fuel myself with the best thing on this planet because I want to be the best. I have to be the best. And then in the process, I'm networking and meeting amazing people like you two, like Catalina, like Tiff. Tiff, love you. I know you're on here. Like like my lovely fiance, if you can't forget her, like my brother Antonio. I never met Antonio. Never met Antonio until this company. But the first day I met him in person, it was like I knew him my entire life. Mm-hmm. And now we're inseparable. It's, it's a lovely bromance, if I do say so myself. It's adorable. I thought that you guys knew each other for a long time. I just. I, ne- I never, never met him. But we feed, like, we speak the same language. We feed off of energies. I, I, I'm a big believer. And it took me a while to learn, to learn energy. I, I feed off of energy. And, and he is so kind hearted and pure. And he wants to change the world as badly as I want to, as badly as you do. And he sees the value in everybody. It doesn't matter if you're a janitor or if you're the president. He treats you the same exact way and, and, share, and shares nothing but love. And, and this company exudes that. What, what other company can you rub shoulders with the CEO? You know, have, have one-on-one conversations with the founder and his wife, Robin, who I love dearly, <laughs> who gives the best hugs ever, you know? Like this company is, is something that the world needs to know about. And I want to, I am proud that I'm on the forefront with you ladies to make sure that we spread that word every single day. That's why it's easy for us to merge. Merging. First of all, why does nobody knows how to merge? It's impossible. Is it? No you one. If, if, if I'm driving and you're trying to come on, either you speed up to get in front of me or you slow down to get behind me. Don't try to go the same speed I'm going because I'm not going to let you in. I'm on a mission. <laughs> I have somewhere to be. Either you speed up or you slow down. You got to time it. You got to time it right. You can go you the same speed. <laughs> but it's like, it's like if you're coming into my lane, you go high speed. You go, you know, you fit yourself in. Don't expect what you want me to, you want me to change? Is you trying to come in the lane? It is like, you know, 120 miles or 70 miles an hour. 
real quick, let's let's let me let me about merging. So I run. I run a lot. I run probably like 12 to 16 miles a week. And my neighbor Edwin said, "Hey Lonnie, why don't you join this run club with me? We go running every Tuesday. These guys are great runners. You know, we do we do three to five miles. You should come join." I'm like, man, of course. I'm a runner. I, I I run, my friend. I would love to join. So I meet him in the morning, and there's a whole bunch of people. You know, these guys are out there stretching. I do my little stretch. You know, I get my little uh fuel five inside of me to get get my energy. And I'm like, all right, let's get it. He goes, all right. You know, just stay with me, and and I'll show you where to go, bro. I run. Okay, I got this. <laughs> right. So I'm running. I we start running, and I'm running their speed. I'm running. I'm keeping up with everybody. Little did I know, these people are avid runners. I was used to running by myself. I got gassed so fast because I was trying to keep up with them. I got gassed so fast, barely finished, had to stop and get water because I was trying to keep up with them. But I had to figure out that I had to run my own race and finish at my pace. I can't, you can't finish at the same time with somebody else, if you're not doing what you, I don't know how they were training. Right. I was just so cocky, like, I run, bro. I run. I got it. I got it. I run. Yeah. It's true. And, it, it didn't, and, it and then it's like, you know, it's easy for us to like compare our speed to the speed of like our mentors that we're learning from. Like the reason, every reason we're learning from them is because they have more experience, because they're seasoned, because they've been training longer than we've been training. You know what we don't know. How can we expect to keep up at their pace? We haven't been consistent for as long as they have. Like I find I find myself doing that all the time. I'm like, yeah, why can't we do that? I have to remember, like, remember, like I'm still in the training that they did five, ten years ago. Right. So you can't, yeah, you can't, you can't, you've got to run your race, but know at the end of the day that I do my best. That's it. Mm-hmm. That I do and the best I that I can do. And that's why I love you and Sarit because of what you're doing and how successful you are. That's why I love Jason P because he did it already. He did what we're trying to accomplish here in this company. So I listen to everything he says. I listen to everything he says. My boy, David, I listen to him because he's there. He's there, but I don't want what they have. I want it my. I want to make it my own. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want their life. I want to make it my own. I want. I want my own Lee nose army. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want the ES army. I love to be. I mean, if I could be an honorary member, I, I appreciate it. But I love. I want. I want my my Lee nose army. You know. Yeah. I, I, I want to. I want. Everybody needs to build their own army. Build their own army. You have so many. So many great stories from so many great people. And I've watched, I'm watching everybody just become their own force to be reckoned with because you're your own competition. Uh, that's when we stop thinking that we have to compete with everybody else and realize that we are our own worst enemy, that this right here will stop you from doing any and everything. You have to fix your mindset. You are your thoughts. If you want anything in life, you have to put nothing but positive energy on it. Soon as you think something negative, your chances of reaching or attaining that goal becomes less and less and less and less and less. But you always have the problem, but you are also the solution. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about um, 
XND before we wrap this up. So, by the way, if you want to be an honorary member of the ENS Army, we're doing a merch drop. Today's the last pre order shop.aaronandsarit.com. Mm. Mm. It's good news. Let's talk a little bit about XND. So, you know, like we, we love XND for so many reasons. I mean, you know, we've known about the brand for like six years. Aaron used to work anyway as one of their reps when they were a lot smaller. Now, so, we're on a mission to transform the lives of men into the same movement, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours, right? Like right? metabolic disorders, heart disease, you know, all these chronic diseases, you know, that's a pandemic nowadays. Now, also, just mindset and lack of financial awareness, education, all of that, that's the same thing, too. And so, you know, like, a lot of people come to us, they come to us, you know, to lose weight because they're inspired to be transformed. Once you're transformed, you realize how your potential is there. So this is how we merge in the X and the opportunity. So for some of you guys who are listening, you're already already So this question will be specifically to help you. Those of you guys who are not a part of Team X and you know that that's totally cool. Uh, where we are, right? So, you know, you were just talking about pushy, right? So something that we know about all things sales is that, oh, it's pushy. Now, I would like... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said something that we know about sales is that it's pushy. What most of us think about sales. The way many... Yes. I just you. wanted to make that. Thank you. Thank you. That is, We know that that is not the case at all. But, you know, what's your one-on-one how are you going to reach out to someone about XND when they don't know about it? Being as authentic as you are. I don't. So when I first started uh, being 100% transparent, when I first started, uh, I just wanted everybody to know about it because of how it made me feel. So I would just, you know, if I seen you in the gym, I would approach you because, you know, I'm a people person. I love everybody. I would I would just say, hey. You know, why are you drinking that C4? Why are you drinking that drink? You should drink this, blah, blah, blah. But I was doing it wrong. I, w- I was, it was like garbage of the mouth. JP, not knowing when to shut up pretty much, right? My boy told me I sound like a used car salesman until I realized I just had to live my life. Me living my life and being the best version of me will attract everybody else. I get messages all the time. Oh my God, you look great. What are you doing? Okay. It's, well, it's funny you should ask. This is what I'm doing. If I, my mother... My mother, you know, she has arthritis, memories going. Let me get her some essential. Let me get her some focus. Then she starts to feel better. Now her friends are asking, what is she doing? What is she taking? Fun, you should ask. And I introduce it that way. So that's the most authentic way for me that I do it. I don't want to push it on anybody. I don't, I want, I want those who want to be a part and see the value to be only in the, only in this family. And I look at X Endurance as a family, not, not just a brand or a company, you know? I don't want that crazy uncle in there who you got to watch out for around the kids. <laughs> you know, I want, I want, I want nothing but joint four. Yes, yes, baby, joint four. My fiance loves joint four. She she takes joint four every single day because she loves to pop, lock, and drop it. Yes, okay, thank you, thank you. But uh, the best way for me and what was what has worked for me because I I'm still at a captain ranking and I've became captain through customer. Uh, I just started building my team and, and successfully have two pros on, the, on my team now. But 
the way, the way I built and became a, a captain is through customer relationship. And that was just sharing the, the uh, product and how it's all clean, all natural. Because as you know, a lot of companies tell you that everything's all clean, all natural. Nobody reads the back of the label to, to see the word gum on the back and understand what gum is or, you know, yellow number five or nobody knows what that is. But if I do, you know, let me, what are you taking? Let me see that. Ah, oh, no, you don't want to take that, bro. This, this is not good for you. Our protein is much better for you. You know, you can check that protein and you get the bubble guts. You ever get BGs when you, this is why you're getting the BGs. Our stuff doesn't do that. Really? Can I have a sample? Most definitely. You sure can. No, I'm, I just, I don't, I don't want to uh, word vomit on anybody. And that's the best way I could do it because I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't own a gym. I, I don't, I'm just an average person who, who loves to feel and look great. Shout out to Collagen and Greens, by the way, who lo- look at the skin glowing. You see it? You see it? But I love to feel great and I love others to feel and look great too. I want everybody to perform at their top peak. I want everybody to be the best version of themselves. And the only way that they could be the best version of themselves is by putting the right stuff in their body. And this is what X Endurance has. And this is what I can provide. If you want to be the best version of yourself, if you want to be a monster at whatever you do, come on and join the family. We're, we're more than welcome to have you. Yeah, I love that. I, love I ramble that. a lot. I'm sorry. It's a hey, habit. no, it was all it was all valuable stuff. I mean, you know, <laughs> um, you know I, I feel like, you, you know, you're, you're really like a soul brother. I feel like we can talk to you forever. However, we do have to run to another appointment, but. For anybody who is listening, if they want to, you know, check, check more of you out and what you do, connect with you, where can, where can they get a hold of you? I'm on IG, Lee Knows on IG, Lee Knows on Facebook. My website is Uh, uh I'm on YouTube as well, Lee Knows on YouTube. Reach out. You know, I would love to communicate with everybody and anybody. Any, and if you have any questions, please, please holler at me. I love you, ladies, and thank you so much for having me. This this was fun. This was fun. It's great. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your life, your stories, and your wisdom. And yeah. until next time. All right, guys. Um, just to remind right. everybody, there is a merch drop. Today's the last day. And shop.aaronandstreet.com. Be a part of the army. And if you like this episode, if it brought value to you, click the share button, click the like button, make a comment, help other people to see it. That's the only way. That that is the best way for us to achieve the mission and to allow you to be involved in that too, because together we are stronger. So we will see you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Aaron and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, AaronandSuri.com to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember... Life is more fun when you subscribe to Aaron and Sarit.